0: When I first started my business, I wore all the hats, every single one of them. I was the copywriter, I was the content creator, I was the website designer and the server troubleshooter and the marketing manager and the video editor and the customer service rep and the bookkeeper and the buyer of the office supplies. It was a lot to say the least. And I would look around at the people that I most admired who were In business for themselves, people like Nicole Dean and Alice Seba and Amy Porterfield. And I would think that the only thing keeping me from being as successful as they were was the size of my team. I was a team of one. I was literally chief cook and bottle washer. They had support. They didn't have to wear all those hats. Now fast forward 12 years and I still don't have a big team and my thinking has actually changed about that. I don't believe anymore that being successful means having a team of 20 people behind you. This is episode 79 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today I'm going to tell you all about why I don't have a big team here at CindyBedar.com. If you've ever thought all that's stopping me from success is having enough money to hire a team, then maybe what I'm sharing today will give you a new way of looking at your business. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me today. I really appreciate you tuning in. You'll find the show notes, the transcript, and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 79. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. They drop right into your podcast app every Thursday morning. So listen, before I dive into this episode, I want to say that I am not anti-team building. I think having people on your side as you build your business is a good thing, I have a course that teaches you how to find and hire contractors, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. So if hiring contractors or even employees is on your to-do list, then you should absolutely do that. As a former virtual assistant, I support that decision when it's the right one for your business and your life goals. But... Having a big team isn't always the answer, and that's what I want to talk about today, how I keep my business lean and agile and how I keep my profit margins high by hiring with intention and only when it's really needed. Now, if we haven't met before, then I should also tell you that I do have a very small team who runs this business, and two-thirds of them live in my house. There's me, of course, and there's my husband, Rick, who is in charge of all the websites and all the tech. He makes sure that my server is running properly and he finds and implements all the new ideas that make the customer service or the customer experience even better if you see a reminder pop up in the members area for example for an upcoming call or if you really appreciate that there's a calendar there that shows you our schedule at a glance or maybe if you learn to navigate the site through our orientation tour those are all on him i didn't have to worry about any of that stuff because rick takes care of it all which leaves me free to do the things that only i can do we're going to talk about more we're going to talk more about that in just a minute The only other permanent member of our team is Stephanie, and if you've ever opened a support ticket with us, chances are you have talked to her. So that's it. Just two part-time employees, that's me and my husband, and one part-time customer service rep. Between the three of us, we do all the things, and honestly, that's exactly how I like it, and I'm going to tell you why. Now in the past, like I said, I have been guilty of looking at other business owners and thinking, that's what I want to have. I want to have employees and staff to handle everything for me. I want to be the CEO. But in this season of my life and my business, that's just not where my focus is. My focus these days is on writing and teaching. Those are the things that I most love to do. I love to get up every day and write an email to my subscribers and to write and record this podcast and to create new content for my Six Figure Systems members. I've talked before on this podcast and in other places about identifying what your core work is and designing your life, your work life, your business life, so that most of your time is spent doing that work. For me, that's writing. I'm at my best when I am putting words on the page or otherwise creating content, whether it's recording or doing video or typing on my laptop, whatever it is. When there are words involved, when there's content creation involved, that's when I am at my very best. But what's even more important for me is that in my business, I'm the only one who can create that content and who can create those courses. I want my students to know that everything that I teach comes from my personal experience. It's not written and created by somebody else. It's all me. Every word of this podcast, every lesson in Six Figure Systems, every email I send comes from me. I'm never publishing someone else's thoughts or ideas or experience, and that's because I want you to know that you can trust what I teach, that I stand behind it 100%, And I couldn't do that with integrity if I was letting somebody else do the content creation. That just wouldn't work for me. And it took me a long time to realize that being that content creator is enough. There are people who will tell you that the only way to run a real business, and I'm bringing out my air quotes there, but the only way to run a real business is to be the CEO. But that's just not true. I mean, It is one way to run a business, but it's certainly not the only way, and it's not always the right way either. I finally figured out that I don't have to be the CEO or the girl boss or whatever you want to call it. I can be the content creator and still have a successful business because content creation is what lights me up, and that's how I can make a difference in the world. It's why my clients trust me to always have their best interests at heart because They know that I stand behind what I say. If I did go the CEO route and build a team the way I wanted to back when I first started, it would take me away from that core work. It would take me away from the content creation part that I love so much. It would mean that I would have to spend time doing things that I don't really like to do, like checking in on what other people did the day before, or answering questions about how to do a task, or troubleshooting an issue somebody is having, or worrying about filling in for a team member who's on vacation or who decides to move on. Those are not things that I really like to do, and spending time on them would mean less time creating content. So instead, I choose not to take on that boss role because that means I get to do what I really love. I write and I teach and I host live calls for our Six Figure Systems community. If you've read the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, you'll recognize the term zone of genius. Those three things, live training, course creation, and writing, those are all in my zone of genius. Those are the things that I do better than almost anything else and that I love to do more than anything else. So put another way, they're my core work. They're the thing that I want to spend most of my time doing. By keeping the team really small, I get to do that. Now, I will admit that from time to time, I do still catch myself thinking, but Cindy, if I built a bigger team, I could make more money. And that might be true. So let's talk about that for a minute, because to be perfectly candid, Rick and I do quite all right when it comes to income. No, we're not making seven figures, but we do earn enough to have paid cash for our home and for our car, and we have enough savings to support us well should we decide to retire. And for us, that's enough. We are comfortable and we're secure, and more importantly, we have the time freedom that comes from running a very small, really focused business. But with all that said, Even with all those good points, there are some drawbacks to not having a team on board. Not having a team means that I need to be really focused. I don't have a lot of time to experiment with new things like social media or ads. Well, let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't have the time. It's because I only choose to work three or four hours a day. That limits the time that I have to play with ads and social media and the newest content networks and AI and whatnot instead I stick with what I know works which is content creation my affiliate network and email marketing those are the three pillars of my business if instead I hired team members to manage my social accounts and my ads and other things I might earn more money certainly But then I'd be back to managing those people, and that's not what I love to do. Now, here's maybe the biggest drawback of not having a team to run things. My business is not sellable. If I decide to retire, and I don't have any plans to do that right now, but if I did decide to retire, I can't really sell the business. It doesn't exist without me creating the content and hosting those live calls. When I decided that this was the path that I'm going to take, that we're going to run the entire business in-house without support from contractors or employees, that's the trade-off that I accepted. And I'm okay with that. And we may in the future decide that we want to build up the team to make the business more um, runnable without us, to make it more sustainable without us being behind the computer all the time. If that's the case, then then we could possibly retire, possibly sell it in the future, but that's not what our goal is right now. So all of this doesn't mean that you should never hire team members. Like I said, this is what works for us for right now. It might not work for you. It might not be the way you choose to work. It may not be the way that you choose to operate your business. Maybe you're saying, but I don't have a husband who can handle all the tech for me and I don't want to do it myself. In that case, a techie virtual assistant who works a few hours a week might be the answer you're looking for. Or maybe you're saying, okay, I wanna do more video, but I don't wanna spend a lot of time learning how to edit it, that's not in my comfort zone, that's not in my zone of genius, and if that's you, then maybe hiring a video editor would be a good move. Or maybe, and this is the case more often than not, but maybe you don't need a permanent team member. Maybe you just need someone to come on board for a short period of time to get you started on a new project. You know, somebody to set up your podcast or to build your membership site or to help you move from one email provider to another. Those types of temporary team members will always be valuable, especially if you want to stay in that zone of genius, whatever your zone of genius is, like I like to do. Here's the bottom line. You get to build your business exactly the way you want to build it. Design a business that supports you and the lifestyle you want to create and don't let anyone, not even that voice in your head, tell you that it should be different or that you should want something more. If your business and your life goals are met with your current structure, then that's really all that matters. Keep on doing what you're doing. And... Finally, remember to head over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 79, where you will find the show notes for this episode, all the resources I mentioned. And while you're there, be sure to leave me a comment. I'd really love to know if your goal is to build a team or if you're happy being a one person show. Finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening? That helps other people find us. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who could use this episode, go ahead and send them the link. That's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 79. Have a terrific day, everyone, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at SixFigureSystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.